Studios, I'm Cardi Beaumont, and this is Talking Shyamalan. I'm here with Nicole. Hey! This spring, we are talking Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. Our general discussion this week will be about Season 4, Episode 9 of Station, and Season 17, Episode 10 of Grey's Anatomy. You know, Nicole, it always kills me. Season 17, that's a lot of seasons, a lot of years. Many. Very many. Too many, some may say. <laughs> not us. Not No, not us. No, we're not one of those people. But some would say that's too many. Um, welcome, everybody. Hi, Nick. How are you? Hey, hey. Oh, I am excited this week. I finally got my first dose of the vaccine. And I'm very, like, relieved and hopeful that life is going to get back to normal. So I'm in a good mood. Good. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched Grey's and then I was very sad. Ah, well. Anyways. Not all in the same day. <laughs> um actually yeah it, it was oh, no no that's, that's, no, no, that's a lie oh. no no that's a lie wait <laughs> why'd you do then? that to yourself <laughs> i know mm. no it was on friday it was the day after grace oh right? okay oh that's so just funny. as bad i know i was just being dramatic <laughs> <laughs> nice no but I'm, yeah, i know but i'm but i'm um no but i'm good it, it feels good to have kind of like um a friend of mine described it today like when you're like eight months pregnant and you're just like, just, you just need this baby to come mm-hmm. because you're not sure you're just waiting for that next part of life. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, that's exactly how it feels. So nice. Yeah, that's how it feels. I'm just kind of waiting for the next one. So I'm very excited about that. Awesome. I know. How are you this week? I'm good. It's, um, it's getting nicer and nicer outside, which means that I'm not like super excited about the summer, but I'm excited to have like the sun shining and like, mm-hmm. you know, warmish weather and all that. I don't know. It makes me feel better. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. So oh, yeah. it's fun. I've been going outside and taking small, like five minute breaks, like every two yes. hours and just standing yes. there and enjoying. Felt so good. Basking in the sun. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Love it. I've taken up gardening. I am now like a crazy plant lady, as my friend calls me now. But I made a decision that I was going to, like, get more plants for inside the house. Mm-hmm. And that mean that meant, like, I have now, like, 10 to 12 plants in a span of, like, two weeks. So, wow. you know, that's fun. I know my daughter was just kind of like, what's happening with all these plants? What's going on? And I was like, you know what? Plants are nice. Plants are nice. Get out of my face. So my fun. goal because i'm like the worst person when it comes to plants i don't know what it is i just want to love them but i literally do something wrong and kill them i have no idea the black thumb i apparently so i have no yeah. clue so mm-hmm. my goal for this year is i'm gonna go buy a nice like nice size like you know house plant like something that's not gonna get too too big okay like you know shelf type plant or something something simple Okay. And just start to like slowly try to nurture this thing, learn what I can about it and maintain this damn thing and keep it alive. That's my goal this year. Cause I'm like, I like plants. I love plants. I love being around them, but I fucking kill them all. Me too. I, I'm going to have a thousand mom. plants in my house, but they're all going to be fucking fake outside. <laughs> all my plants. I'll be out there gardening like you, Carly out there gardening. They're all going to be fucking fake. I love it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you. So I have both. I have (laughs) on the like outside in my front, the front of the house, like on the porch next to the doors, those are fake. But I have real ones on pots, like right by the steps of the front porch. Mm -hmm. And then in the flower beds 
next to you know like in front of the house i have real ones they're in like real plants yeah but like the ones that are on the porch absolutely fake i went to the dollar tree and i got a bunch of them and i just put them in dirt <laughs> whatever don't judge me it looks really I nice judge you that's gonna be me but they're gonna be in my backyard i'm gonna have a nice flower bed and they're all gonna be fucking fake i need to put it on instagram yep i'll be like out gardening hey, look at my- i know right <laughs> With those roses. Mm. Hashtag green thumb. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. Yes, it was it's great. Spring is here and we're all fine. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, new listeners. Welcome. Old listeners, what's up? Um, the only news the only news that we have, like Shondaland related, is for Bridgerton. Are you sitting down? I- I'm sitting. Reggae Jim Page will not be in season two of Bridgerton. I heard. The Duke of Hastings is no longer, well, not no longer, just in season two. Maybe he'll show up in season three or four or five, six or seven. But season two, he's not going to be there. And we're all really upset about it. I'm kind of shocked in a sense. Shocked? Yeah. Like, I thought, I didn't think he was going to have, like, a big part, but I thought he would at least have, like, a part in as far as, like, you know, a flashback, like, to his friendship with, the brother and then like maybe like at the end like those two being together like that whole thing like i thought it might have been something like that i didn't think he'd be in the entire thing but at least once or twice yeah i thought like he would at least be there and we'd see i don't know the relationship between him and daphne yeah like continue and all that stuff but maybe i don't know we don't know what time it takes place in and book readers don't tell us we don't want to know no. Yeah, but no, but that's it. That's uh, it. He's not going to be there. And everyone was real sad. And Dee wrote into us and she said, we will no longer get to enjoy moments like this in Bridgerton. And then, of course, she put the gif of him licking that spoon. Perhaps the greatest moment of 2020 was that one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll all miss a lot. But that more than anything. That was like probably the best thing in my life. That was the best thing on that entire season. <laughs> the whole season. It was just that one moment. Yep. That's it. That's all I Girls, needed. I love it. That's it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyways, um, let's get into it. Station 19, episode 9, No One Is Alone, written by Rochelle Zimmerman and directed by Stacey K. Black. Vic and Travis's friendship is put to the test as they respond to calls to help two best friends in need. Jack realizes he has a greater impact on Marcus than he thought. New details about Travis's late husband's tragic death are revealed. Ooh, this was an emotional one, Nicole. This one was, this was a messed up one. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it was. Like, oh, like I cringed so hard. Like every time they kept like showing them, like Travis's yeah. husband and like, um, oh my God, what's his name? Michael, Theo. Theo. Like, oh, every time they, like, showed all them, I'm just like, oh, you're, like, literally just twisting that knife deeper and deeper into my back. Like, can we stop? Yeah. And then, like, after they showed, like, the whole, you know, death of it and everything, and I'm just, like, I just bawled my eyes out. Oh, my god, This is, like, the worst. It was, like, the show was, like, how can we make this be as painful as possible? Let's make them all BFFs. Yeah. And like hella close. Yeah. And, and they lived brothers. together at one point and then now right. he doesn't. Like, I was like, fuck my life. Yeah. 
I just sat there. I'm like, yeah. this is messed up. I'm like, this is me- I'm going to stop watching. I was like, I'm not, but I'm going to stop watching. <laughs> How many times a week do you say that, Nicole? We I say that you for, not- you know, the 42 minutes that the show is on. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to start watching. That's it. After this episode, this is my last one. That's it. <laughs> We're on a commercial break. I'm not coming back. Okay, what's going on now? Yep. That's me. Oh, man. I feel like I should win yeah. an award for this. You <laughs> For just the stamina of just getting yep. through an episode? Yep. Yeah. This has been real dark. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. So, we. I mean, we got to find out. First of all, it wasn't the first time we've seen Michael, but it's the first time that, like, we really got a sense of like who Michael and Travis were, you know yeah. what I mean? And like Michael and Travis together, that like little scene that they had where um I think it, I was going to, it's like before they moved in together or the, it, maybe their first date, whatever. It was like one of the dates and Travis came in and he was like, oh, I found parking right in front of your house. And then Michael proceeded to be like, oh, that's only in like the movies and or like in romantic movies and that's not us right and they're just like so fucking cute oh my god yeah and i'm just kind of like oh my god your love i love your love and it hurts because i know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and that was real tough um but michael was adorable and he oh was god. he seemed to be so like just like a nice good guy very handsome oh my god yeah little silly and goofy like he just he looked like he was just right for mm-hmm. Travis and and they look so just right for each other and and that her, and that was that was really nice to see kind of that whole thing because we've been hearing about Michael and we've seen the impact of his death on on um on Travis but like to just kind of see them together that was like super cute I feel like, like if cute. I was Travis I feel like I probably wouldn't move on either yeah like oh, I yeah. feel like whoever he's with has Hella large shoes to fill. And that's why he's not with anyone because no one can. Like, yeah. It just, it hurt. It hurt way too much. It did. I know, but um, what was the, the thing? One of the things that he said that the, about the rage, that he still feels the anger, the rage, mm-hmm. and like how hard it is to let go is because he still feels like, like it's like, it's a connection to Michael. Mm-hmm still and if he lets that go like you know he'll be letting then, that piece of michael go yeah th- then there'll be nothing left then there'll be nothing left yeah. yeah and like and when he was talking about oh my gosh that broke my heart he's just kind of like how he hated that four years later after michael's death four years later he still wakes up every day and it feels this like it just happened yeah you know that that was really hard to that was really hard to kind of like hear him say but like completely understandable mm-hmm. by the little bits and pieces that we saw of the two of them but they, they were yeah i can see why he was and he still is so hurt and like traumatized by it <clears throat> and then you add on top of that the way that it happened and who's we're gonna call it fault i guess for this for this purpose but like whose fault it was that michael died like all of that stuff like i cannot blame him yeah cannot, not even a little bit and then Theo was there. All these moments, Theo was Theo was there when they got married, or uh, no, when they got engaged. I don't know. And when they got engaged, maybe Theo could have been possibly his. I'm sure he was there when they got married. Groom, what's it called? The groom guy, groomsman. The the no the best best one. man. The best groom. Best man. <laughs> the best groom. 
in this room. The best man. I'm sure Theo was probably his best man or, and all that. You know what I mean? Like Theo yeah. was was his Vic, as as Travis said to Vic. Um, so But it's like for how close he was to them and like and he said for how long he knew him prior to that what yeah, like ten, 10 years, years or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm like, this has to have hit him and hurt him as hard as Travis. I'm like, I get it, it's yeah. not the same. But it's like considering that it was like you said, quote unquote, his fault. But I'm like, yeah. this had to have affected him as hard. Yeah. And he said that much this episode. He said it was the worst day of my life. I mean, yeah. not as bad, obviously, as Montgomery, yeah. but it was the worst day. And yeah. could you, I mean, could you imagine like have it like having it be your like something that you decided, like your decision that made your best yeah. friend slash you know sister brother whatever like die like yeah. that's a lot that's a lot that's i'm surprised he's still a guilt. firefighter to be honest yeah and the fact, i was actually um surprised that he asked to be demoted when he told he like and i guess yeah. he ripley when i made him a captain we found out and he also asked after this happened he also asked ripley for a demotion and i was mm-hmm. just kind of like man theo is just a good he, he seems to just be a good dude that just made an honest, yeah. reckless, but like honest mistake. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing hurts because of that. Like, you know, it's one thing that is, I think is one thing if, if he would have just been like, I don't know, fucking around and then caused something to happen or like did it on purpose. Like yeah. it's one thing, but the fact that it was just like a legitimately like honest mistake, I feel like for me, like that would hurt more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It hurts. It hurts so much. It hurt so much. Um, but um oh yeah, I thought the whole thing with him and Vic, with um Travis and Vic, I really like that too. Them oh, yeah. Okay. Barrett Doss and Jay Hayden have insane chemistry. Oh, they have God. great chemistry. Yeah. So usually we're seeing them as Travis called it this episode, the like Vic and Travis comedy hour or whatever, right? And that is always great. That is always great. But like having them be like upset at each other and then going at each other, like literally mm-hmm. yelling in, in public in the middle of the street or whatever. That was also really great. And I thought the two of them, the entire episode were just fantastic. Like, oh my God, they did oh, amazing so job. good. Yes. That's an amazing job. Yes. And Carlos Miranda too, who plays mm-hmm. um, Theo. Fabulous. Everyone was so great. But um, um, Travis and Vic, like going at it this episode, I really enjoyed because I'm first of all I like I like when like best friends fight in TVs and, mo- and movies because there's always so much emotion and like love and and that love yeah. is anger and hate and all that stuff and I love that shit. <laughs> and them yelling at each other in the street was great, but Nicole, that moment when Travis was just kind of like, did you ever did you even care about Ripley? I was like, ooh, oh, I was like. Ooh. No, he did not. I was like, oh, low hit. Damn. I was like, too soon. Too soon. No, but honestly, I was like, ooh, the show. Ooh, the show. Because, you know, there's been a lot of of Vickley fans out there that were just kind of like, she didn't mourn enough. You know, how she just moved on so fast. Like, what the fuck? We're not even going to see her cry and all that stuff. Remember all that? Totally valid. Totally valid. And we got a little conversation, I want to say, between her and somebody. Was it Dr. Tracy Toms or somebody? 
last year and we were just still kind of like mm, that wasn't enough so the yeah. fact that like Travis was the one that was just kind of like but did you even care about Ripley did you I was like ooh that's not mm -mm, that was a low blow I that mean, was a low blow he was up <laughs> in his emotions and he just went there he did but he was a lot of us he was a lot of us in that moment you know yeah um <laughs> her answer her answer was a very Vic answer and it made sense for her um and especially with something that she said later in the episode where she was just kind of like you know um like she learned how to self-soothe at two mm -hmm. like one of the she's like one of the side effects of um parental neglect or something like that which i found to be a very funny and also sad statement but like she her answer to him was just kind of like um that she cared about him that she cared about him more than anything like more than anyone and anything and that she she said i'm scared that i may never care about someone like that again and pretty much that she's going out there trying to see if she can care about someone so that's why it seems like she's moving on because she is she's trying to find that other person mm -hmm. the complete opposite of chavez who's just like wallowing in his grief not wallowing that sounds terrible but like you know drowning in his grief and and rage and all that stuff and and so i can understand why they would have that that argument but oh man when he said that i was just kind of like dude ouch i was ouch. just i'm glad like, he apologized for it later though he made my jaw drop i was like oh. right <laughs> right i like scanned my room and i was like nobody okay <laughs> no nobody heard that i was oh. like ooh, i literally thought I, I felt like I heard all the weekly fans out there going, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, there were definitely some out there doing that. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like, mm -hmm. yeah. what you got to say? What you got to say? No, nothing. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> I actually thought about Margaret, Margaret, our listener who writes in all the time. Hey, Margaret. Um, I thought of a lot about her. I was like, Ooh, I can't wait to see what Margaret's going to say about this. <laughs> so <laughs> uh -oh. I love it. I know. Um, but no, to just kind of add mm, not insult to injury because Travis wasn't there, but to just add to the fact that Theo is just like a really like he's like a good dude, you know? He helped Jack out this mm -hmm. episode to deal with the Marcus problem. Um, because Marcus is having some anxiety about and it seems like he's having some anxiety about like Jack being a firefighter and like having him die at the drop of a hat you know because jack is not his father figure and he can die because he is a firefighter and it's a dangerous you know job and he, he he's a little kid and he has like serious anxiety about that and like theo's whole thing i had no idea where it was going maybe i wasn't paying attention but like he's like boxing and he's just kind of like yeah when i was a kid so we got to learn a little about about um theo and his background and how he grew up and firefighting and all that stuff and he related that whole story to marcus and then was just kind of like yo you just need to like you know assure him that you're not going anywhere that's mm -hmm. it that's all he needs i love that i was like okay theo you can stay for the rest of forever because you're great <laughs> and i need you and jack to be great that was <laughs> to be cute. friends that's it that was so cute and then what he then he like helped them he was like, oh, in the video call, look, our uniforms are usually dirty, but we haven't seen a fire in forever, so they're clean. I was, I was like, like, oh, my God, so if cute. one of the alarm goes off, I was like, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> right? 
That's all I kept thinking. I was like, please don't let the alarm go. Please don't let the alarm go off right now. I know, right? But yeah, no, that was super cute. I love it. Oh, I love it. So it was, it was great. It was great. Oh, oh, oh. By the way, Michael was played by, um, or is played. I don't know if he's coming back. Jonathan Bar- Bennett from Mean Girls. And I'm like, hey, he grew up to look very handsome. Oh. Extra handsome. Right? He was the, out. I forgot, Lindsay Lohan's character in Mean Girls, but he was, yeah. He was the boy. That kid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he did nice. grow up. Super cute. Nice. Very handsome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Anything else? What did we miss? Nothing else. That's all that happened. Yeah, pretty much. It was the majority of that. <laughs> we have some feedback, though. So let's get into it. Yes, please. If you guys want to leave us some feedback, you can. You can email us at Shondaland at CourtsandBarks.com or you can follow us on Twitter at Talking Shonda. You can leave us a voice note, an email, a tweet, whatever you want before Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we will read it on the show or play it on the show if you send us a voice note. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Our first email is from Rosalie. Hi, Rosalie. And Rosalie's new. Hey. Yes. Hi. Hey, Rosalie. Thank you for listening and for writing in. And Rosalie says, hi, ladies. This is my first time sending in my comments. Been a listener for a while now. Thoughts on Station 19. She says, I enjoyed this episode. We got to learn more about Travis's husband. What a twist to find out how close Travis and Michael were to Theo. Didn't see that coming. I'm glad Vic and Travis worked things out. Take care and stay safe, ladies. Rosalie. Thank you, Rosalie. Welcome. And I hope this is not the last time that you write in with your thoughts. Okay, you heard me. Our next email is from Margaret. Margaret. Hi, Margaret. And Margaret writes, hey, y'all. Hope you're doing well. Hear my thoughts on the most recent Station 19. Honestly, I really appreciated an episode that focused on mainly one set of characters. It's a nice shift from some episodes that have been a little all over the place. Yes, I agree. I like this kind of like, you know, we're really just focused really on just the flashback and then Vic and, and Travis. And then a little sprinkled in Jack, but. You know, it was enough to mm-hmm. not necessarily bother the rest. So that was actually pretty cool. And I'm not going to lie, Nicole. Ooh, yeah. Eh, Margaret, sorry, but I have to say it. I was kind of happy that we weren't dealing with the whole Andy and Sully of it all because I needed a break from them. Yeah, no, I agree. It was, I, I really, well, that, right. not, like she said, it would be kind right. of like all over the place. We'd be dealing with this and then back to that. So it was kind of nice. It was a nice pace that was it was at. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Margaret continue. Barrett and Jay gave such incredible performances this episode, finally letting out all these pent up feelings and emotions that have just sat around for far too long. Honestly, I was kind of nervous to see what was going to happen to their relationship, but it's great to know that they're going to remain a strong presence in each other's lives and that their friendship will remain. Yes, absolutely. Come on, you guys. Did we really think that they were going to break up Vic and Travis? Did we? I mean, come on. You're right. Wait, Nicole, is that come on like they were or they weren't? No, that they wouldn't. No, they weren't. Yeah, right. Weren't. Wouldn't. No. <laughs> so I can't remember if last if last week we were like, oh, my God, I hope they don't break them up. Oh, my God. And this week we're like, oh, come on, you guys. Ugh, that was Let's never going to happen. Serious. Right. Come on. Ugh. We have problems. Disregard any doubts yeah. prior to this episode. Didn't even listen to it. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> you know how we do. We ch- we change week to week. Cold. We really do. Yeah. We really do. Margaret continues. All of the Michael flashbacks were so nice to see. It was interesting to see how everything happened, as we've only heard brief mention mentions in the past. However. All these scenes just kept making me sad because I, I was growing more attached to a character slash relationship that I already know wasn't going to survive. Damn it, Vernoff. Damn you, Vernoff. That was worse. Yeah, that's what made it so sad. Because even when it was so lovely and adorable and you just wanted to see this love, it just wasn't going to last. And that's what made it really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Another round of applause for Jay Hayden and his really emotional acting. The flashback where he finds out Michael is dead absolutely broke my heart. And the phone call scene at the end just made the sobbing worse. He did all so well and so honestly, and it was just wonderful to see. That's about it for me. Stay happy and healthy, Margaret. Thank you, Margaret. Yeah, Jay Hayden was amazing. Mm-hmm. That scene where he was just kind of like, Theo, tell me what happened. They won't tell me what happened. They won't tell me what happened. Oh. Theo was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to tell you it was me. And he said, get out of my house. Just get out of my house. And that's all he kept saying. I was like, oh my God. Every time he said it, just dug deeper into my soul. And then he like crumbled down to the floor crying after Theo left. And Nicole. I feel I like I'm getting like heartburn at the thought of it. Nicole, get the tums. Get the tums, Nicole. <laughs> Okay, this is what we need. <laughs> we need our cry towel, and then we need Tums. That's a, yeah. that's a kit. Yeah. That's a kit. That was hardcore, though. And Jay, ooh, Jay Hayden. Yes, that phone call at the end. That was beautiful. Oh. Heartbreaking and beautiful, Nicole. I don't know how you got I through it, but I barely made it up. I freaking, I'm, I'm pretty sure I missed half of it because I was, like, blocking it. Because I'm just like, I don't want to listen to it. I just want to hear, hear, I just want to watch it. I don't want to hear him. Can't do it. I know. He was so good. It was so good, though. I freaking love him. He's, he's really, he's just, he's just lovely. He is lovely. And I, okay. He's literally the best wrapped in a bow. He really is. So you know how we loved the catch, right? We really loved the catch. That was like our jam. And it was. By the way, still upset that you guys did not renew it. Just oh throwing God. it out there. ABC, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> However, the one good thing that came out of it was the fact that he could be on Station 19, and I like him so much better on this show. Yeah, I do too. It just works. It just works. Um. Oh, BT Dubs, Margaret, what happened? Did you not hear the? Did you even care about Ripley line? What are your thoughts? How did you not write to us about this? Margaret, I am I've been waiting all week to hear what you what you think about this. I'm very disappointed. Margaret is like, look, I have better quick to do. send us another email. Yes. Real quick. Right now, as you're listening, send us another email and we'll read it next time. <laughs> or I'll just read it for myself. I literally nobody needs to know. If you wanted to stay private between the three of us, that's also fine. So choices. Anyways. D also wrote in, what's up, D? And she writes, hi, Carly Nicole, hope all is well. Here are my thoughts for Station 19. This was a very emotional episode. It was nice seeing more of Michael and actually discovering that Theo and Michael were best friends and how Travis was actually best friends with Theo as well. 
Not only did Travis lose his husband, but he also lost his best friend and had to go through that process alone. It was all very sad. At least we got to see happier times in the flashback and the double proposal. That was so cute. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Super cute. Oh, And they were like on the same page. He was like, wait, wait, hold on a second. Let me get my ring. Oh. Oh. Nicole. I died in that moment. Nicole, that was. I died in that moment. And can I just tell you what? What also one of my favorite parts of that that moment was when Theo's just kind of like, "Oh, you guys," and they all hug, and then one of them goes, oh, "You smell like Bernini." I just. Oh my god, that was hilarious. That sounded delicious. First of all, Bernini is delicious. That's first of all. I was like, oh, I could go for that right now. And then Theo, <laughs> like, mm. did Theo make it from his mom's recipe so he can also cook? Oh, man, you guys, we have to forgive him. We have to find I'm out how I to wasn't invited him. to that dinner. <laughs> you you would have had to bring a ring. <laughs> Listen, I can easily do that. If you're giving me something new, right. I can bring a ring. That's it. Guys, that's how you win over Nicole. You heard it here <laughs> first. Bring her some roasted pork. That's it. Yeah, for real. Shoot. Anyways, D continues. It looks like Theo and Jack are forming a bond. They seem to have a lot in common. I was surprised Theo just up and told Jack about what happened with Michael. But is he a straight shooter? Wait. But he is a straight shooter. I hope they continue to develop a friendship down the road. I agree. I'm really liking this, like, Theo-Jack situation. And... I feel like maybe Jack needs a friend now that um, Dean is going to be kind of busy with the lawsuit and the police and all that stuff. Yeah. Jack needs Jack needs a friend. So Theo would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to be seeing the last of Theo anytime soon. I don't think anyway. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. He just up and told Jack. And for me, the way I saw it, he was just kind of like, look, I'm just going to tell you because it's not like you're not going to find out. Might as well. Let me tell you. You know, and yeah. that's it. And the um, the fact that Jack was like, "Look, we all fucking make mistakes." You remember Rigo? That was me. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, "Oh." And oh, and I love how Jack was like, "I understand if you hate me now." He's like, "No, no, I don't have time to hate you right now. I can't. I don't even have the energy right now. We just maybe tomorrow." And then that was so cute between the two of them. Oh, guys, they're so cute. I smell a new friendship in the air. Yo. I'm I'm gonna need this to happen. This is my new goal. I feel like Maya and Karina are set. I can like be easy on them for a while and set my sights on new goals. And my new favorite is Jack and Theo. BFFs forever. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Anyways, D concludes we actually got to see when Vic and Travis first met. That was so sweet. And and has Vic really continuously asked Travis for sex over the years? LOL. That girl is something else. I just love their relationship and I'm so glad they made up. Bestie. Yeah, that feels right for <laughs> for Vic. <laughs> That's hilarious. That feels right. Although, okay, can we blame her? Travis is very attractive. Yes, he is a gay man that is not interested. But also, if you have boundary issues the way she does, then um, that feels right for her. Like, yeah. I wouldn't do that, but then... I don't know, maybe. I feel like it wouldn't be right if she didn't. That's true. She was, look, as my, uh, don't ask me again. I'm not going to have sex with you. But like, why, though? But like, why? But like, why? Can we talk about it? I love her so much. Um, And yes, that was so cute. I totally forgot about that. We did see that scene where they first met. And it yeah. seemed to be not the 
obviously not the same, like, maybe not the same time that he lost Michael, but it was in that same year, 2016, that he lost Michael. Mm -hmm. So he lost one love, his, one love of his life, and then he gained another in that same year. And I, that kind of, like, symmetry I liked. Mm -hmm. That was cool. That was ooh, that was cool. And Barry Doss is very cute, you guys. I love her. I was like, oh okay, every week she's gonna look super hot. I can't. When she walked into the <laughs> that the like opening scene when she's like when like Chavez is ignoring her and she walks into the um changing room, their like locker room, and yeah. like her whole like style, like I was like, ew, she looks so good. I love it. I love it <laughs> with the jeans and the blazer and the heels. I just she's so hot. I love her. Anyways, the best. Our next email, final email, is from Kate. Hey, Kate. And Kate writes, Hi, Carly Nicole. Well, this episode of Station 19 was a lot, and I loved it so much. I thought I was prepared for how much this episode was going to break my heart, but I definitely wasn't. First of all, all the kudos to Barry Dawes and Jay Hayden, who were absolutely fantastic throughout the whole episode. I love the choice to focus the episode mostly on them alongside the flashback of Travis and Michael because it made the episode really engaging. Speaking of Travis and Michael, I really love getting to see how they met and fell in love. They were so cute together and it made all their scenes just so lovely and bittersweet knowing how it ends. In general, I think the show has done a really good job of having Michael's death continue to have an impact on Travis. And I like that this episode added more layers to that and it also gave Travis a chance to look back on his time with Michael differently than he had before. Yes, absolutely. Ugh made him look at it differently and hopefully let go differently. And I mean that um the thing with the couple, not the couple, with the best friend with the best friends who overdosed, one overdosed and the other one. Mm -hmm. All that stuff like that really kind of helped him. Like it was super on the nose for us to see this whole relationship and everything that was happening with Vic and Travis and this, you know, OD um pair. Um but I think it really helped Travis and you know I guess that's what counts that's what we're here for maybe yeah yeah um Kate continues the moment when I realized the two of them and Theo had all been friends I gasped it made the moment from last week when Theo talked about how Michael's death had broken him too seem even more poignant I completely understand why Travis shut him out when he was grieving but it will be interesting to see what Travis feels like is more helpful for him um going forward yeah that is I don't know. I don't think he's going to forgive Theo so quickly, but I think if Theo sticks around, which I think that he it feels like he will, I think that he will come around to the idea, especially if he sees like if Theo and Vic continue to like make eyes at each other or whatever. Like I think that I think it feels like Travis will come around to to even Vic and Theo a little bit. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, King continues, I'm so glad that this fight between Travis and Vic only lasted one episode. I don't think I could have taken them being mad at each other for too long. But their conversations with each other throughout the episode were so compelling to watch. Especially the one where they basically pulled the ambulance over so they can get out and argue on the side of the road. I love that they had that kind of friendship where they can be really honest with each other and still be friends afterwards. Like Vic said last week, Travis is part of her, and I think the same is true for him. That's all I have for this week. I hope you're staying safe and well, and I can't wait for next week. Best, Kate. Thank you. That was lovely. Thank you, Kate, for your thoughts. Um, yeah, 
they're part of each other and the fact that they were able to say all those things and then you know make up afterwards that's a lot that says a lot and this can just only bring them closer together you know the more trials and tribulations you have the closer you'll get maybe so that's good hope yeah. yeah thank you kate and everybody else that's it that's all we got for feedback anything else nicole did we miss anything else um i don't think so okay we swooned over barry doss and jay hayden you guys they're the shit and yo you remember how last year i'm telling you the show these people they're listening to us so let's keep complaining about things because last year we complained so hard and by we <laughs> i mean like the collective we not just like us two on the show on the show but like we complained so hard about not enough vic and travis boom yeah, yeah. a whole vic and travis episode you guys yes that's true and then we also complained about vic and like not mourning ripley enough and then boom we keep getting these things or people being like, but like, seriously, did you even cry? All right. So I love it. Keep complaining. <laughs> keep complaining. As I say, it works. Keep figuring out what you want to see and complain about it. Yeah. 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 Remember how we were just kind of like, we need to know Karina. What is she doing? And now it's Karina everything. It's like enough with the Karina, you know? No, that's never, never, no, never, never, never. Never, I was kidding. Never, Would never you ever say off. that. I know. God damn it, Carly. You better edit, edit that out. I'm gonna edit that whole thing out. <laughs> the whole thing. I don't even need Vernoff to think we're kidding about that. <laughs> we need Karina all the time. All the time. <laughs> anyway, next episode, episode 10 is gonna be Save Yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like Andy's gonna come back and Sullivan and their drama. Uh-oh. Yeah. Brace yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what, okay. Real quick, we could talk about it next week. I just want to know is this going to be like the Andy Sullivan thing? Like they're just going to be that couple on the show that are just always going through it, but they are always together? Or is this just kind of like another bump in the road? You know? I hope it's just a bump in the road. I don't want this to be like they're normal. Right. Ugh, that's too much. You're right, Nicole. That's exhausting. It's so exhausting. Huh. Anyways, but um, thank you, ladies, who sent feedback. That was lovely. I would love to hear back from everyone for next week for Save Yourself. Thanks. <laughs> Nicole, Grey's Anatomy. Aw, maybe miss How to Get Away with Murder. Sorry. Ha, I was just thinking about that show yesterday. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I was thinking about the show yesterday because I seen an, an what the hell's her name? Michaela. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah, I seen that. But it was funny because I was laughing because my cousin had asked me like, oh, my God, did you watch the ending? And I'm like, you dumbass. Have you watched the ending? Where have you been? I love it. And she watched it madly. But yeah, I love it. Oh, man. Oh, oh how to get away with murder. I know. Good times. Good times. Good times. So many good times. <laughs> that was a show that we complained a lot about and nothing ever got fixed. Until no? the show was just kind of like, no, this is the kind of show we are. You're just going to either love us or <laughs> Or hate us and we ended up loving it so yeah. see how much we know <laughs> crazy okay Grey's Anatomy episode 10 breathe probably named after the Anna Nalik song off of her 2005 album wreck of the day you guys all know this song come on that's the big that's the big Lexi Grey song I guess the big big song 
This episode of Grey's was written by Mark Driscoll and directed by Linda Klein. The hospital ventilator shortage has all the doctors gravely concerned. Hayes' high-risk sister-in-law with multiple sclerosis ends up in the hospital with a kidney stone. Never a dull moment at Grace Sloan. <laughs> what no. you think of this episode, Nick? This episode was good. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed everything that was going on with it. Um, mm-hmm. The whole, you know, crisis with the ventilators and then Maggie figuring it out and kind of saving the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole, like, the mom and daughter duo, the doctors. Uh, them oh my god love them they're so cute so cute oh breaks my heart that one part um Mm. what do you call it oh amelia and teddy yeah well kind of hanging out slash babysitting for the day type deal (laughs) that why you you put why you put that in quotes nicole (laughs) they were watching the kids did any kid get hurt no no I'm t- I don't mean them babysitting kids. I'm talking about Amelia babysitting Teddy. Oh. That's why I was like babysitting. <laughs> Teddy sitting. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Teddy sitting. Yo, yeah. yo, that conversation that they had about therapy was legitimately doing it for me. Because I oh know God, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't record and you guys didn't get to hear our actual conversation that we had about last week's episode. But Nicole and I, we went on about how like Teddy is probably not going to go to therapy not anytime soon probably in a couple of seasons because that's usually what happens on the show and then <laughs> this episode we get this fucking conversation i was like yo did they hear it are they listening to us because that show is creepy that was hella eerie anyways but <laughs> carly we do a live podcast like it's live it's not recorded and posted later it's legit live right you don't know it but i send it to shonda don't, after don't we're done me. don't tell me that my anxiety is gonna go up <laughs> I'm going to need an extra therapy session this week. If you say that, <laughs> please. My chest feels tight. Oh, uh, no. But that, I know. But that, no, that Teddy Amelia therapy conversation really, really, like, I made me really happy because I, I just yeah. feel like I don't know if we would have had a conversation like this like five seasons ago, probably. You know oh what I mean? God, yeah. And the fact that, like, my, fav- my favorite, favorite, favorite was when um Emilia's like yeah you know you can like you can try therapy and Teddy's like oh, I don't like it it like made me uncomfortable and fucking Emilia goes mammograms make us uncomfortable but we still get them yo I was like yo <laughs> Emilia is a genius first of all Emilia's the smartest her. person right now she is MVP of every episode whether she's in it or not <laughs> that's where I'm at with Emilia right now oh it was so great yes that was great I swear, quarantine got her like on point or something. I don't know. You know what it is? It's probably all day with those kids. She's just deep in her thoughts, and she's like, "I gotta write." I was gonna say probably, now. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. All her best thinking coming out now. Right. So good. Ugh. Um. Oh my God, the freaking Meredith on the beach. Yeah. Lexi. Mark. Yeah. My God. Crazy. I was just like, oh. the one-two punch. Yes. Yeah. The one-two. It was punch. good. You know what I appreciated the most, though? Mm-hmm. When Owen and all them came back and they were just like, you know, oh, what do you call it? They're like, we took your mom off the ventilator. She's breathing on her own. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone was happy. And he gave Teddy credit. Yo. I almost like fell off the bed. Yo. Hit my head. Got a concussion. <laughs> I'm gonna say I had to else. re-listen. <laughs> that was. Okay. That felt very unlike him. Yeah. Like him That's being why I kind. Like, he looks sincere. He looks sincere. He was kind. 
I was just kind of like, ew, who is this? But also, that's when he's at his best, I think. Like, Kindoin is legitimately, for me, the best one. Because he's not, like, fucking raging ogre that he usually is. Oh. Ooh, I was so happy. You're right. That was a good moment. He's like, hey, Zola, guess what? Hey. Oh, wait, no. No. That wasn't the best no? moment. No, Nicole. Ah. I feel like you missed... I feel like you missed the best Owen moment of the season. Of the season. Oh, no. Maybe of the season, but definitely of this episode. After they pull, pull, or take Meredith off the ventilator. Yeah. And she's breathing on her own. And then Weber starts dancing again. For so, oh, yeah. so much dancing in this episode. That was unprecedented, but great. That was amazing. And then they, <laughs> then they cut to Owen. He is getting down. <laughs> oh, my God, Nicole. Okay. That was amazing. That's the first. That was the first best Owen. That was the best. And then him giving Teddy credit was the yes. second best. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I did like that he gave her all the credit because I think um, she needed to hear that about Meredith, but also she needed she needed uh, something kind to come out of his mouth. His for towards her. Yeah. 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 And that was, I think, yeah, it, it, twofold. That that really helped her out. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, but Zola was so happy. She was like, yes, finally. Mm. I was like, yeah, it's your turn, girl. Get it, girl. Uh, I love it. Yeah, that was that was all great. So are we burying the lead 15 minutes into it? No. You guys, guess who we saw this episode? One Alexandra Caroline Gray. You guys may know her as Lexi, but I like to call her by her whole government. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> It was great. Gray is uh, her stupid death beach or whatever we want to we want to call it. I'm over it, Nicole. I am over oh, it. The, to... the sand isn't real. Can someone fucking tell me what that means? I'm getting tired of hearing that line. <laughs> the I sand isn't real. I love how she was just kind of like, everyone keeps telling me that. What does that mean? I was like, Meredith, for such a smart lady, you are not being very smart right now. Everyone, that means that none of this is real. So stop being comfortable and wake the fuck up. That's what that means. That's it. Okay. Ugh, crazy also when somebody was like are you gonna stay here or something like that she goes i like it here i wanted to throw my tv out of the window i was like no you don't like it here meredith eleanor she's about Gray. to get slapped with that towel right <laughs> with your cry <laughs> towel <laughs> you knock that off push you in the ocean for real right uh no but it was it was cute um She's there and she has like her toes in the sand and she touches the water and she's just like, oh, my hands are wet. And then out of the blue, that was very random. <laughs> He's like, here's a towel. <laughs> and it was Lexi. Like, hey. It was really nice to see Kyler Lee back on the show. Um, she looks great. Her hair looks good, even though it was a wig, but it looks good. It mm-hmm. was the same. It was. No. Did you notice, Nicole? It was the same hairstyle i guess that she had when she died yeah i couldn't even handle that i couldn't even handle i was that. like this is so bizarre Yo, oh give me chills just talking about it i know right oh so okay i'm gonna and then we saw mark and then he's just kind of like hey there brr, uh, something cute right because he's mark and he's great and i was just kind of like oh my god of course they were just gonna be like it's just gonna be lexi and Mark was going to show up. I love it. I love the surprise. It was great. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he looks very sexy still. How is that possible? Oh my God. What is happening? Oh my God. What are they taking? I don't know. But I need to know. Oh, man. 
they look great. Everyone looks so good still. I love, love, love how well everyone's aging. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But Mark, Lexi, the whole shebang of it all, whether or not people were on green screen or not, looking at you, Kyla Lee. Um, yeah. Don't Read waste. That. <laughs> I, know. I know. It didn't look bad. It didn't look no, bad. It, it looked a little off, but I didn't think it was that. And then they read that. And I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. It, to me, it was more kind of like, um, like I felt her performance felt like it, like it was off. And it was probably because she was probably obviously not there with them. So it didn't feel yeah. like that chemistry that they all had there. That yeah. wasn't felt. So I, I kept you know, I, while I was watching, I was like, why am I not, why doesn't this feel as satisfying as I want it to feel? And then mm -hmm. reading that later, like after I watched the show, that it was green screen, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that's why, because yeah. they weren't there. Um, But the whole point pretty much is just kind of like, don't waste this precious time that you have. Mm -hmm. Don't waste it. Tell the people that, like, tell someone you love that you love them. Just say it, you know, don't waste that time. And Oh, was the other thing that Mark said something like, like the the depth of grief that you have for the, those that you love and that you've lost or something like that, like you feel that because of the depth of love that you feel for love. them. Yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's so true. So insightful. So insightful. Was he always this like insightful? Maybe I don't remember. You guys, what I feel, you? I feel like he had his moments, but I feel like this was like not the same. Right. This was like after years of him being a ghost. Yeah. And creepily, but also loving, haunting Callie, Arizona, and Sophia. <laughs> oh my God. Hilarious. That's what he, he's like. Yeah. Sometimes I just scream in their faces. Like, I feel like you're saying that real casual, dude. <laughs> Are you like now a accurate. ghost in their life? What is happening? I feel like it's accurate. I, I feel like I would right do that. Yeah. That sounds like a you thing. Sounds like a yeah. you and Mark thing. Ugh. Yeah. Nicole. <laughs> I can't. It's all out of love. <laughs> I know. No, that's that was like a little creepy, but also it was really sweet. Um, because you know, that's his family. That was like all he wanted. I think isn't that the reason that like him and Lexi broke up like a million times because of that? Yeah. You know, so I get it why he's like still haunting them, I guess, but <laughs> crazy. Um <laughs> it was good but i like that um i like that they're kind of reminding her of all this stuff and to me everything is about like reminding her of the kids you know like mark mm -hmm. talked about her kids um we also got a scene with um the scene with amelia and teddy was also talking about like meredith's kids and i think that's kind of that for me has been the like uh, what you call it the through line of this whole thing is the like the reason for her to come back is the kids you know what i mean mm -hmm. like like why else could she come back that's like yeah. super duper as you know that would need her as much maybe medicine but she's already she's already done a lot of innovative stuff um i feel like if she's coming back it's for her kids i feel like yeah. if she's coming back it's not for the job it's not for the work it's not it's for the kids yeah yeah so it was nice to get kind of like that from from these two and the whole like don't waste any precious time tell the people you love you love them like it's so perfect coming from mark and lexi like out of mm -hmm. all people you know what i mean um mm -hmm. 
Because it just, re- it just reminded me of like when Lexi died. You know, <sighs> and she's stuck under the fucking plane piece. Really? He's you just kind of like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make you feel it right now. Remember, he was like, I love you. And she was like, you don't have to say that because I said it. And he was like, yes, I do. Remember? <sighs> and then she was like, hold my hand. Oh. Okay. You're like legit. You just want to make me cry on the show, no, don't, don't you? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't My nose started tingle. Too much. Too soon. <laughs> you know, I was wrong, Nicole. I'm going to apologize to you and everybody else. It was too soon to mention. It was too soon. <laughs> but that's what I was thinking about. So it was perfect oh, yeah. that they were the ones that were talking about that. Yeah. Great. Great. Good times. Good times. So good times. Um. So they took Meredith off the ventilator, as we said before. And... Mm-hmm. She's breathing on her own, and please, please, Lord, have this woman wake up next week. Please. I just I just cannot with this beach anymore. I don't even want to see her tanned. I don't want to see her anywhere near a sun. Like, I just can't anymore. She needs to wake up, and that's it. That's it. Because what is and this? Ten episodes later, we're still in this bullshit? I can't. I cannot. Yeah, no. Yeah, Nicole, I'm going to lose it soon. Yeah, no, she needs to wake up. Yeah. I feel like I got, I was getting nervous because I feel like they were dancing a little prematurely. Like, okay, cool. She's breathing on her own. But like, you literally just took her off like three seconds ago. Can we not dance too soon? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You literally all been through something traumatic and y'all are celebrating way too fucking early. But maybe that's why they were celebrating early because they were just kind of like, yeah, she could breathe on her own. And I'm guessing if like she couldn't, like a couple of seconds later, she's yeah, going to be like, they would be. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Yeah. You're right. I'm all like, mm, I don't know. Maybe we should just keep the ventilator in the room just in case. So it's not yeah. too far away. Yeah. Just pretend to hook it up to her to make it look like it's in use. <laughs> so no one takes it. Damn, Nicole. Nicole. Because <laughs> the privilege get everything. It's because she's rich and she owns the hospital. That's why. Can't. <laughs> she owns that one. She bought it. That's the right. She's like, I've done enough. I have a couple of awards and kidney things. I don't know what happened with that kidney thing. Did it uh, yeah, whatever did happen with that. The little kidneys? Remember. Yeah. Little livers? Little livers, was it? I don't remember. What was that last season? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, speaking of ventilators, yo, that whole Marcella, Veronica, mother-daughter business. Oh, Nicole, that was rough. Oh, that was man. rough. The mom came in because she was like COVID positive and she was like having a hard time. And when she talks to her daughter, her daughter is at home. Just mild. Totally fine. She did not sound mild. She sounded like she should have been in the hospital already. So cut to next scene. She's dying in the hospital, needs a ventilator. I don't know what happened. Oh, my God. They're just kind of like, no, save my daughter. The other one's like, no, you got to save my mom. I did everything right. That's what got me, Nicole. This is what got me. I did everything right. Wore a mask. We social distanced. But it was my mom's birthday. So we went. And we did everything. We were outside. We wore a mask. We didn't do that. I went in for one hug. One hug. Boom. Now we're both on ventilators. This is crazy. Nicole, that was crazy. That, that sucked. Right. Because in most cases, that's probably how a lot of this happens but it's like to give your mom a hug and then to both be in that position like 
that just sucks to feel that way or yeah. think that way. Yeah. But that mom, the doctor that was there, oh my God. The perfect intern? person to be there. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? Perfect um, person to be there. Alma, Alma Ortiz, intern Ortiz. Yeah. And then her daughter's name is Sarah. Yo. Yeah. Perfect. Because she's so, like, like loving, like caring. You know what I mean? She has, like, heart and soul and her bed, bedside manner is, is so caring, you know? Mm-hmm. That's I love so her. cute. And at the end, like, it was, it was a lot. Like, after Maggie figured out how to, like, make the ventilators work for the both of them. Um, by the way, Maggie's a genius, you guys. That's why I love her. Genius. She's incredible. The great Maggie Pierce. Yeah, can't even with her. And they were saved for now. Um, having Alma and Sarah Ortiz, like, just, like, hug it out. And for us to kind of just see that moment, you know, where... That was, I don't know, that really got me too. That was very, oh that was very sweet. And it just, I'm sure all that shit got to them too. Having, having um, them work on the mother-daughter team, them being a mother-daughter team and like seeing all the shit, like, yeah, that got me. That hug at the end yeah. really was oh really God, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh God. Um, by the way, I was so proud of Schmidt when he like intubated and like, was bagging homegirl and he did it like a champ and I was like, look at you. Oh, yeah. He's come a long way from like the meek little, you know, glasses that we met a couple of oh, years ago. Oh, I'm so proud of him. Our boy's growing up. He is. He's so cute. So cute. He's still I like the still like the deer in headlights look that oh, he yeah. has. Because he's <laughs> adorable. But I feel like he seems to be getting more and more confident and that's really cool. I love it. <clears throat> so you want to talk about Maggie's big news? Oh my god! No. How excited were you? Oh my god! Okay, this is why. First of all, Winston is the perfect. He listens to Lian Lahavis, perhaps one of my favorite artists of all time. Listens to Lian Lahavis in his morning fucking mixed playlist, and I was just like, he's perfect. He's perfect. If she doesn't marry him then I don't even know what's happening here, right? If she doesn't just keep him forever and ever and ever. And then the end of the episode, he asked her to marry him. And she said yes. And I couldn't be happier. That was beautiful. I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited. The the commitment phobe inside of me was like, you guys, this feels a little too soon. And I feel like you guys are going to regret it. Just ask Andy and Sullivan three blocks that way. Just ask them. <laughs> right? But then... <laughs> The like, wrong person asked. Right. <laughs> or the right person, Nicole. Think mm. about it. Think about it. But then after a while, but, but really, I was just so happy because he has, in this crazy kind of time, he seems like he is the place where she finds joy. And if you, and like Joe says, you got to go and find your joy, your happiness, right? And if that's it for her at the moment, then fuck it. Why not? Like, you know, mm -hmm. we're living in a time or especially in the moment where the show is taking place, which is like May or whatever, June of last year, where it was like in the thick of it and everyone's dying and they're seeing this and like life is short and all that stuff. I couldn't understand where she's just kind of like, he makes me happy and I make him happy and fuck it, let's go. 
Yeah. Whether that's going to go well or not, we're not going to be in that space right now, Nicole. We are celebrating. So I'm very, oh, yeah. very happy about this. And they're so I fucking cute. I popped champagne. Pop, pop. Oh my God, they're adorable. They're I'm so, so ecstatic. He seems so good for her. Like, he seems so, like, calm and, like, chill and like he seems patient and understanding yes he seems like he is like a warm blanket on a cool brisk fall evening Mm. but like for her soul you know what i mean i love him i love him i'm sorry literally he listens to leanne lehavis and i was like he's the perfect man i can't i can't hate him the show cannot make me hate him (laughs) (laughs) that's good i know so good I, I can't wait. I need Meredith to wake up because I need this wedding to happen. <gasps> you think it's going to happen before the end of the season? I hope so. Oh That'd be amazing. Gosh. I would love everything about that. That would be so great. He's Aww. so beautiful. They're so beautiful. Oh, I can't wait. And if All the have... sisters together. Oh my God. Nicole. Nicole, you know that's my shit. Stop it. I'm so, so excited. So is the ring girl. I can't. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great. I'm planning great, great, great. the wedding. I'm planning it. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'll send them. I'll send them to you details. I, I love that he like got in one knee and opened up the earbuds case, and instead of earbuds, it was a ring. It was a ring. <gasps> we got all the proposals this tonight or this night. <gasps> oh, we did. I love it. Aww. Okay, cool. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm super happy. These are tears of joy. Um, what else do we talk about, Christina? Oh my God! We just talk about Christina for two seconds. Go ahead. Greatest of all time. That's it. That's all I gotta say. She's the greatest <laughs> of all time. The fact that she is giving Owen shit from across the planet, greatest of all time. That's it. I literally have nothing else to say. I literally have nothing else to say. Christina's no. perfect. She is perfect. <laughs> Don't ever change. Don't ever change, Christina Yang. Ugh. Nicole, we need to see Christina. Yeah. Okay, Vernoff, you've given us so much. You've taken away a lot, but you've given us so much. Can you please, for the love of everything that is great on this show, please, please, let's have Christina Yang back. Please, please. Give her whatever she wants. In person. I need her and Meredith to hug it out, dance it out, cry it out, anything out. Together in the same room, not green screen. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all. I feel like that's not a lot, Nicole. So. Not at all. Right? Thank you. That is like the easiest request you've asked for. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you, Nicole, for recognizing that. Um, no, yo, yo, <laughs> send me, send me pictures of her fucking monitors or whatever. Christina, I know how to do my job. Mm, do you though? Send them anyway. Oh my God, Christina. I love her so much. I love her so She's much. She's so sassy. She's so sassy. She don't give a fuck. She don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. She really doesn't. I feel like she would have said that to anybody, really. Anybody. Maybe not Bailey. Oh yeah. But she's across the mm. world, so maybe, maybe maybe because she's safe. She's safe across the world. <laughs> I love it. Fucking love it. Um, we also got Catherine back. This uh, 
this mm-hmm. week, your girl, uh, again in an OR. I was going to say, doing her OR thing. Yeah. yeah, doing her OR thing. Nicole, okay. So her and Joe are trying to save Irene, which is Dr. Sexy Faces. What is his name? Hayes Cormack. Hayes. Yeah. Um, his sister-in-law. He's mm-hmm. freaking out because he cannot have his boys lose another person that they love because she's the one that's kind of sounds like she's the one that's like taking care of them. Um, yeah. Um, stepping in for, you know, their mom. So Catherine and Joe are in the operating room and they're just like boop, boop, boop. And um, Catherine, I don't know, Catherine is just talking to Joe about changing specialties. And why Joe lied in this moment, I have no idea. Because if you're going and to... And horribly at that. Right? If you're going like, to tell someone about you changing specialties, I feel like Catherine is a good person to tell for yeah. advice and other reasons, right? But that's not even the crazy part. The crazy part is that something happens and all of a sudden they pull out her entire urinary tract. I don't know what it was. But the whole thing come out. Yeah. Comes out. Yeah. I was like, oh, that didn't look comfortable. <laughs> Legit, she was like, oh, no. She's like hanging on a string there. Right. Like, oh, icky. I'm like, oh, right. It's not, what are you doing? It's not a wand. Knock it off. Yo. She was like, oh, no. <laughs> this The skin is too thin and the whole thing came came, came out. I was like, no. That feels like you're saying that too casually right now. <laughs> no. That don't feel right. <laughs> what? Every time they're in the OR now, something happens where I'm just kind of like, ew, that doesn't feel right. Last time they were <laughs> scooping shit out of DeLuca and then he died. Right. This time uh-huh. someone's urinary tract comes out or whatever the fuck. There we go. Mm-mm. I was horrified by that. And they were like, no, no, we can fix it. We can fix it. We can fix it. Don't worry about it. They ended up fixing her and she's fine for now. But oof, that was touch and go for a second there. Hardcore. Hardcore yeah, surgery. I was fees. like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, how do you put someone's? Okay, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, so that's <laughs> it. That's all, that's all that happened. Yeah, that's it. So, um, we do have feedback though. So, you guys, yeah. Before I get into feedback, you know that you can send us feedback on Twitter at Talking Shonda, or you can leave us a voice note or an email at Shondaland at CourtenParts.com. If you can do that before Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we would both really appreciate it. Thanks. Our first email is from Rosalie. Hi, Rosalie. And she writes, hi, ladies. This is my first time sending in my comments. Been a listener for a while. Rosalie, thanks for sending in your comments. And thanks for listening all this time. We really appreciate it. She writes, for Grace, we got Lexi and Mark. It was nice to see them both. Love hearing that Mark watched over Cali, Arizona, and Sophia. Got choked up. And Christina's text message to Owen. Mm, I thought they were funny. <laughs> She's still bossing him around, lol. And McWidow, he likes Meredith. Oh my God, he does. Oh Most my God, that was so adorable. She was like, am I going to meet her? And I'm like, oh, yes. I love how he was just kind of like... <laughs> Who? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, mm, the boys already told me everything. Just just where is she? Let's go. Let's roll roll me past it. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Love her. Oh, the best. I know, me too. Oh, I love her. Right? I like when she's like, oh, so talking about Joe. So, hey, Dad, what's happening with that? What's, yeah. He's like, ew, no, ew. Ah, Karev, get out of here. No. And she's <laughs> like, um, I was talking about for me. Thank you very much. I right? know everything about her. <laughs> she's yes. amazing. I need more of her. 
yes, she was pretty cool. Um, mm, so cute. Anyways, Rosalie continues. She looked like she was waking. Meredith looks like she's waking up next week. As much as I love what the beach has brought us, she needs to wake up and be with her kids. And Maggie, so happy for her. And lastly, I read that Kyler had to do all her shots with a green screen in Canada due to her filming Supergirl. Love that TV magic. Take care and stay safe, ladies. Rosalie. Thank you, Rosalie. And yeah, she did have to do green screen because um, she's filming last season of Supergirl. You guys, if you don't watch Supergirl, first of all, I love Supergirl. You should watch it. Super fun show. But also, Kyler Lee is so good in it. She's so yeah. good. Yes. And her hair looks cool. And she's like a superhero now. Yes. It's going to be awesome. a good last season. Um, It does. Um, Like I said, it kind of sucks that she wasn't there like in person um, for that, you know, for that chemistry of it all. But it was mm -hmm. nice to have Lexi. It was just nice to see her. I so, was happy to see her back. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that was one of the first, like, when we first saw Derek and then people were just kind of like, who are we going to see? It's going to be George and Lexi. And, like, Lexi was always, like, one of the first people. So it was mm -hmm. nice to see them. Yeah. Anyways, our next email is from Dee. Hey, Dee. And Dee writes, hi, Carly and Nicole. Hope all is well. Here are my thoughts for Grey's Anatomy. It was nice having Lexi back, and I was completely surprised Mark showed up. They kept that a secret. It was nice catching up with him and seeing him again. Yes, it really was. And again, he looks really good. That gray hair is just doing it for me, Nicole. Oh, it yeah. Just is. Yeah. Just a quick question. Yes or no. Is he like the definition of like a daddy? <laughs> no. All right. Is that an appropriate? I'm going to probably say yeah. <laughs> he totally is. Anyway. Yeah. Super, super. And there ain't nothing wrong with it. Absolutely not. He is great. He still has kind of like that mark thing about him. It was good. I liked it. He hasn't lost his touch. No, he really has not. I <laughs> legitimately had to go and like watch one of those like character compilations that people do on YouTube um, of Lexi because I like had forgotten what she was like, you know, mm -hmm. um, to see mm -hmm. to like, I don't know, to kind of like situate me with what was happening on this week's episode. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, I feel like the, the like her not being there kind of ruined it for me. Uh, I hate yeah. saying that, but it totally did. D continues, Maggie and Winston are so adorable. I have enjoyed seeing them grow as a couple. And the way he proposed to her was so adorable. I hope we actually get to see this wedding. Yes, us too. Us too. Nicole's planning it, so it's going to be a nice one. Yes. Yeah. You're all invited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was heartbreaking watching the doctors having to choose between saving the mother or the daughter. I'm so glad... Maggie came up with the idea of sharing the ventilators. Schmidt was so worried when he was prepping the mom for the ventilator and he and then realized that there weren't any left. The look on his face, he felt so bad, but Maggie reassured him that he did everything he was supposed to. Yes, he did. It's just the whole ventilator problem, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is yeah. kind of like, again, never a dull moment at Grace Sloan. Yeah, true. Yeah. And D concludes with so much is happening next week based on the promo. Link proposing to Amelia, Meredith finally waking up, and they're trying to tell us this is the final season without actually telling us. Yeah. I mean, no, D. No, this cannot be the final season. I'm going to need at least three episodes of next season to wrap it up. I don't feel like they're going to wrap it up. The entire show in six episodes? 
Because that's it. That's, that's what we got left. Six episodes. I don't know, D. I don't know. That's a lot. I don't know, Nicole. Wait, that's a lot? Six episodes is a lot? No, I mean, like, that's a lot to, like, wrap up in six episodes. Like, Thank that's... You. It's too much. It's too much. Like, if you make them two hours long each, maybe. <laughs> like, each one's a fucking finale, then maybe. Yeah. Nicole's like, so we need six <laughs> four-hour episodes, and then I'll be good with it. Yeah. So if they could do that, then great. Then if I'll not, consider it okay. Right. Just okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> you got to really knock it out of the park. <laughs> right. Uh, Vernoff. Um, <laughs> Vernoff can't do that to us. Vernoff, you can't do that to us. Nah. 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 Stop it, Vernoff. Stop it. No. And ABC, stop your shit. That's all I have to say. They know why I'm saying that. This is, okay, <laughs> Nicole, okay, I figured it out. They have to come back for like a special or something they have to they can't okay all right you guys know they can't what is it like a web series like a mini web series <laughs> no no Probably. i need a fucking primetime special <laughs> 17 seasons of my life nah yeah nah, don't give me a fucking web like series that. web series are for interns that we want to see more of that's true yeah you can't do us like that nah 17 seasons of my life I'm kicking you over in your chairs. Carly's closing all your laptops and then I'm flipping the tables. Yeah. I'm going to gently take the computer off before she flips <laughs> the tables so no real damage is done. But tables are going to be nice. flipped. <laughs> I'm flipping your glasses of water. <laughs> I can only keep Nicole at bay for so long. So give her what she wants. <laughs> Anyways, next email is from Margaret. Hi, Margaret. And Margaret writes, hey, y'all. Here are my thoughts on this week's Grey's Anatomy. To start, I really love the parallel between the mother-daughter patients and the Ortiz mother-daughter duo working on them. It was so powerful to see the strength of that type of relationship. It was truly beautiful. Yes, yes, and yes. Mm -hmm. Another moment I really appreciated was the Amelia and Teddy bonding. I've always felt like those two could be great friends if they were given the chance. And I feel like it was good for Teddy to spend some time with another new mom. I also love that Amelia was really insistent on Teddy giving therapy another chance. I think her advice was really solid, and I hope that Teddy is willing to reconsider her options on therapy and give it another shot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that Amelia was just kind of like, yeah, mammograms are uncomfortable, but we still get them. Give therapy another chance. Find someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, because one didn't work out doesn't mean that therapy as a whole is not going to work out for you. Very true. So do it. Yeah. You guys, Amelia is, I figured it out. Nicole, Margaret, everybody, I figured it out. Because Meredith isn't available to do her mama Meredith shit. It has transferred. Her powers have transferred to Amelia. Should we start calling her mama Amelia? Oh my God, I can't even. What if it's since the tumor's gone? This is really who Amelia is, but she never had the opportunity because everybody always went to Meredith. So this is really who she is. And the tumor so was, was like suppressing that, was making her yeah. not this. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Blame it on the now. Yeah. I love it. Yes. I love yes. this Amelia. Nicole. She was always there. Always. Always. Hidden. Yeah. I'll blame She's it like on a the hidden tumor. Gen. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Margaret continues. <clears throat> now for the big part. Lexi. And Mark, I can safely say I was not expecting Mark's return as well. 
I was really only anticipating that Lexi would make mention of him or something like that. Now, while it now while it definitely hit some nostalgia to see them back together, I was a tiny bit unhappy with the joint return. I feel like I wanted so much more sister time as Lexi and Meredith's sister bond was cut so short. And his arrival alongside Lexi split that up and really shortened Mayor's and Lexi's scene together. Like, I love what moments they did have, but I can't help but feel I wanted more. I think that's about it for this eventful episode. I hope you're well. Best, Margaret. Thank you, Margaret. We are. And yeah, I can see what, what Margaret is saying. It did feel, you know, when Lexi died, it was kind of like them, you know, Lexi and Meredith were kind of getting into the swing of the sister thing and then she died so it would have been nice to just have Lexi there but um you know I don't think we could have had like the scenes that we really 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 would have um fulfilled us with Lexi and Meredith without Kylo being actually there I honestly yeah yeah because even her scenes with Mark felt more I don't know real real or more like connected than even her single scene with her and Lexi that's how I feel so but I totally get it Margaret yeah you're not alone in that is that good enough though like at least we got Lexi should we be happy about that at least no no fuck it or yeah yeah I don't know Nicole I'm so confused um, I'm gonna have to say yes for me because if I have to pick and choose, I need I need Christina in person. <laughs> yes. So if I can't be like completely greedy about it all, then yeah. I, I'm. Yeah, we need Christina there. I don't care what yeah. we're talking about. Christina needs to be there. That's it. Yeah. That's it for feedback. Did we miss anything? Next week's episode does feel like it's a lot gonna happen. So I don't know. Hopefully it's going to be happier than we've had in the past couple of weeks. Although this week's episode that we that we just finished discussing was very like hopeful and there was a sense of relief with all the dancing and all the like, yay. But I just, I need them to, I don't know, brighten up a little bit, maybe. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so next week, that episode next week is episode 11 and it's called Sorry Doesn't Always Make It Right. And Yo is directed by Giacomo DeLuca. So that's fun. I know. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I love it. Thank you, everybody, who wrote in for feedback. We love hearing your thoughts. Please remember that you can leave us any feedback. Voice note, email, a quote, I don't know, gifts, whatever it is, at Shondaland at CourtenParts.com. And on Twitter, we are at Talking Shonda. Please write to us by Sunday, 9 p.m. That would be lovely. And that's Eastern time, BT-dubs. I'm going to sit, Nicole. That's all we have. Thank you yeah. for doing this. This was super fun as usual. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening. You guys, we're almost out of it. Make sure you continue to wear your masks and wash your hands and social distance. And if you are going to get a vaccine, get that vaccine or help someone else get to it. That's it. Because pretty soon we it will be available for everybody. And if that's your thing, do it to just, you know, help the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Until next week, thank you and be good to each other. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to an original Court and Parts Network production. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.